It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome to episode 35, the Nets, Hurricane Sandy, and Aziz Ansari. Ah, shit. No, let's do it again. Let's do it from the top. Why don't you have this right? I do. Down? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. It's right here. All right. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt, and we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome to the podcast, episode 35, Hurricane Sandy, Brooklyn Nets, Aziz Ansari. We had a great episode 34 talking about the Brooklyn Nets and the Mets doubleheader, and we're sticking right to Brooklyn. We're having a great time at the Barclays Center. And Rick, I'm ready to dive into this when you are. Yeah, you know, I felt like, Rob, this would be a great podcast because we're doubling up. Like you said, we talked about on our previous podcast how great it is to go to a sports doubleheader. And this, to me, this episode has so much information, so much fun, goofy, uh, exciting humor. And it's also got some silver lining, uh, morally responsible um, performances by us and others that made it all happen. So let's unpack it. Let's dive in. And I guess we have to start on a somber note back in 2013, New Jersey, New York, the tri-state area was, was hit hard by Hurricane Sandy. And it was, uh, it was a catastrophic storm, Rob. It came through the winds, the rain, the water tides rose, 
and it devastated a lot of communities along the Jersey Shore, including where we are from. So it wasn't good, Rob. Yeah, it was uh, pretty devastating. Uh, just a little correction there, Rick. It was uh, 2012, 2012, not 2013. So. My goodness. I mean, geez, I couldn't believe that. I mean, wow, 2012. All right, 2012, this came by, uh, and I guess I'm still lingering years later, feeling like it was 2013. Feels like yesterday, frankly. Yeah, pretty crazy events that happened. It was, uh, you know, called the perfect storm and totally devastated, uh, you know, where we're from in New Jersey and Long Island and, you know, rocked Manhattan. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, when, when, when it all went down, uh, it just showed what the U.S. is and what kind of country we are coming together uh, because they, there were companies uh, electrical companies coming in from Ohio, from, coming in from Michigan. Everybody was coming in, like the National Guard was coming to help out. Um, it was really uh, almost inspirational, but at the same time devastating. And, uh, you know, we're going to go right to Union Beach, New Jersey, because this is where the story picks up. Uh, you know, everybody's just lending a helping hand. I mean, you have homes flat out devastated, like washed away, all their belongings, all, everything, you know, gone in, in, a, in overnight. And uh, so there was this, uh, this town called Union Beach. Uh, it was uh, below sea level and it was rocked like the hardest out of everybody in our area. So we uh, were a part of probably about like 50 people from our town of Little Silver that went to Union Beach and started doing work with Habitat for Humanity. Uh, and this one, um, this one house that we were helping out, uh, you know, there was a uh, gentleman there who served in Iraq and unfortunately lost uh, both legs. So he was in a wheelchair, young guy in like his uh, 30s, 40s, um, lost his legs um, and in a wheelchair. And so his house was totally renovated uh, to be a handicap accessible house. They had a ramp, they had all this stuff and uh, it was lifted a little bit, but the floors were absolutely uh, soaked and done and water came up the floorboards. So we had to go in there and just gut the entire place uh, with a group of like 50 of us. So one day we just went there and uh, we, we, we took care of that, uh, I guess over the weekend. And uh, you know, it was a uh, heart wrenching uh, just to go through there. It looked like a war zone. And, um, but it was really, uh, really great for us to give back to the community. So Rick, why don't you pick it up from here? You did a great job explaining it. That's basically for weeks and months in some cases, years later, what people were doing in this tri-state area after Hurricane Sandy, lending a helping hand to people that they didn't even know. They were just going and helping out their neighbors, which was, like you said earlier, very unifying. So we participated in this event. The storm happened end of October, early November. So that gives you a little bit of a timeline when we were there volunteering. And then Fast forward into the spring, I'm gonna call it early April, we come to find out that Habitat for Humanity had partnered with Advil and the Brooklyn Nets, and as a promotion, they were wanting to give away tickets to people that had served their community, that had helped others in time of need, in a time of pain, like Advil is known for curing. And so what happened was we were gift 
gifted our group of 50 volunteers 50 tickets to the Brooklyn Nets and Boston Celtics. A really exciting um, matchup in the Eastern Conference at the Barclays Center, which had just opened like a year or two prior. So I know, I think actually it was my first time there. I was jazzed up about it just to know we had gotten the invitation. And then the whole situation got even more out of control in a positive way because the organizer of the group was gifted the 50 tickets. Virtually nobody wanted to actually go to the event. So here we were, 50 tickets in hand. And Rob, you and I did something that we do on a pretty regular basis. When we have tickets to a sporting event, we don't want to see them wasted. We want to make sure that the tickets are being used, that people that otherwise would not be enjoying a sporting event with the people they love get a chance to go and do it. So, so Rob, tell the people how this all went down. If you were a friend of the Brothers Brandt in 2013 in the spring and you lived anywhere in the New York City uh, boroughs, you were getting hit up to come to the Brooklyn Nets-Boston Celtics game. We might have been friends in high school. We were going through Rolodexes. We were going through Facebook. We were just throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what stuck. And, you know, it was a weeknight. So all these people from Little Silver who, you know, uh, parents, dads who had to get up at 5 a.m. the next morning to go to work couldn't make it. So it was a free-for-all, Rick. Anybody and anybody that was breathing and had a heartbeat got an invite from us. It was the most motley crew of friends that showed up to the Barclays Center. I had a... I had a friend coming in from like Long Island, like taking an hour and a half train to come in. We had friends coming in from Manhattan, Queens. It was fantastic. Rob, I think now is the time, episode 35, to share with our podcast listeners a, I almost want to call it a person, but it's not. It's more of like a character in the Brothers Brandt escapades. What up, everybody? Sorry to interrupt the regular programming right here, but Rick and I have to pay the bills, so we're going to run an ad. This ad is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the show, guys. And it happens to be a vehicle, a mode of transportation, if you will. And this vehicle has been named Big Blue. Big Blue. And it's called Big Blue because it's a big blue van. This van has been in our family for almost 20 years. God rest its soul, it's no longer with us. We passed it on. We actually donated it. But that's neither here nor there. Back in 2013, this van was put to great use, just like it has dozens and dozens and dozens of times around the country going to sporting events. So, Rob, here we are, 
departing out of Monmouth County, New Jersey, heading up to Brooklyn. We'll, we'll call it mid to late afternoon on a weeknight. And I was driving. You were riding shotgun. And there were, let's call it a dozen other grown men. A dozen other grown men. Keep in mind, this van only legally sits seven people. So we were over capacity, but because this van was so big and there was so much room in it, we actually were able to set up lawn chairs, not little tiny seats, but lawn chairs in the back. And everybody sat comfortably. There were some hoagies that were enjoyed on the drive up. Um, just a good old grand time. We pull into Brooklyn, Rob. I still remember it. I mean, everybody's saying parking garage, parking garage, but no. We found a street parking spot across from the Barclays Center we could just walk to. It was so perfect. I remember parallel parking that, and it was great. It was awesome. But we still had a whole crew of people, Rob, that were rendezvousing with us at tip-off. Yep, 100%. Lots of great memories in that van. Lots of tailgating for high school football games and hockey games and basketball games on, in the Shore Conference. I lost my virginity in that van. I mean, what? Uh, what? Just kidding. Huh? <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, so we get over there, and we put a street parking in Brooklyn. You parallel park that like an absolute magician. One try. One I think spot was smaller than the car. I have no idea to this day how you did it. Um, but you, you got it in there. And then we head into the game, the Barclays Center, beautiful. First year that it's open, I believe. It was just like, it was awesome. It was a great experience going to the Barclays Center and just taking it all in. They had like fireworks going off. They had halftime performances. They had rappers. They had all this. It felt like you were in a nightclub watching the Nets battle the Boston Celtics uh, and this game was an absolute nail biter but we have like you know we just took over a section we had like 20 30 people that we knew in a section and it was fantastic the game was incredible uh, you know back and forth the whole matchup Brooke Lopez who now has found the groove with the Milwaukee Bucks and is uh, fighting for a for a final appearance uh, was the uh, was was not a big uh, did, did not have the best role that night Rick what happened towards the end of the game I still actually hold it against him I still have a grudge against Brooke Lopez this is coming up on close to a decade now but hold, the on, man... hold, on, hold on hold on you have a grudge against Brooke Lopez it's been a decade the guy has moved on He's moved on. He's on a better team. He's on the number one team in the NBA now. He's forgot about this game, but 10 years later, you're still thinking about this game. And I'm going to. I'm going to. So this guy, like you said, was a part of a great basketball game. The you know, playoff chase was heating up in April in the NBA. The Nets were battling for a playoff position, and it was a phenomenal game, like you said. And at the very end, I'm talking with five seconds to go, Brooke Lopez goes to the free throw line, and all this NBA professional athlete has to do, who is just huge, he should be making foul shots with his eyes closed. He bricks the first one and then shanks the second one. 
I, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt saying he was probably trying to miss it so that his team could get the rebound. But all he had to do was make the free throws and send the game to overtime. But he missed them both. The Nets did not end up winning. But the evening was not spoiled by that mishap on the court by Brooke Lopez back in 2013. No, my friend, it was just getting started because you could make the case that the best part of the night was still to come. Advil partnered up with Habitat for Humanity, and they came up to us. They come up to our section because they knew there was 30 of us volunteers, and they said, hey, guys, um, you know, don't leave before the game's over. Like, don't leave when the game's over either. We got a special event after the game for you. So it's like 10 o'clock on like a whatever weekday it is, and, and we're like, we're like, what could this be? What could this be? And they gave us special VIP wristbands. So anybody that came with us got ushered after the game was over. So Brooke Lopez bricks it, loses the game for the Nets. Rick's still not over it to this day. And we get escorted to the practice facility. So the Brooklyn Nets, the Barclays Center, they have like their main court where the Nets play and then the stadium, but within the building, the building is so big that they have another practice facility that has a couple of courts there for them to practice at. And we get escorted through the tunnels, all of us, like anybody, not just our group of 30 people, but a gr everybody else that was there from Hab Habitat for Humanity, probably a couple hundred people. We get escorted into this practice facility that they have set up and they have uh, a stage set up, you know, for someone to come on. And then they have, uh, you know, an audience, like, you know, have tons of chairs lined up for everybody sitting uh, out on the court. And we're like, what's going on here? What's going on? And everybody sits down. They're told to sit down, all 200 of us. And uh, Advil and Habitat for Humanity make an announcement. Thank you guys so much for volunteering your time after Hurricane Sandy and contributing to your communities. Uh, we wanted to thank you with not only a Brooklyn Nets game, uh, but we also wanted to bring out a special guest that will add a little laughter and, uh, you know, make you feel good tonight on your way out. Please give a round of applause to none other than Aziz Ansari. Dude, and he was unbelievable, Rob. That guy, I still remember it. He was one of your favorite comedians before he probably became as big as he has now. I mean, you were listening to him when he was just coming up. And I remember you sharing with me videos and uh, just different specials that he had done. And for him to have been the random comedian that came on stage that night, I mean, you lost your shit that night. I, I, there was shit all over the Barclays practice facility. There was it all over. I couldn't control myself. I grabbed you. I started shaking you. And just to give the listeners an idea of who Aziz Ansari is, he is an American actor, writer, producer, director, and most famously, comedian. He's known as his role of Tom Haverford on the NBC series Parks and Rec from 2009 to 2015. He's also a creator and star of the Netflix series Master of None, which has won a lot of awards, including two Emmys and a Golden Globe for Best Actor. Um, he's also just been 
an incredible stand-up comedian. He's been on SNL. Uh, he's been, uh, you know, in a ton of, a ton of uh, Judd Apatow uh, movies. He, uh, and his story is pretty crazy. He grew up in Columbia, South Carolina. So here you are, an Indian growing up in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. He actually makes a lot of references to that in his, in his jokes growing up in the South as an Indian. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's very funny, very funny. Google, YouTube, Aziz Ansari. Then he went to NYU and he started doing a lot of stand-up comedy in these like bars and you know uh, these uh, cafes in New York and then got picked up by SNL. So pretty amazing story with Aziz Ansari. And yes, at that time, I was all about Aziz Ansari with different specials and YouTube clips. And yeah, 100% Rick. That night, I became a huge fan of Aziz. I loved his humor, specifically that evening. I found it to be so great because he didn't necessarily get too raunchy. He didn't have, you know, uh, explicit script. You know, he wasn't cursing every line. It was just good, fun humor. And everybody enjoyed it. He was on stage for, let's call it, a, maybe close to an hour. And uh, it was just a fantastic night, Rob. That whole evening came to be because of our volunteering months and months prior when, when devastation had hit. And I think that's a lesson out there for some of our listeners. And we've got great people that listen to the podcast. So I'm sure, you know, I'm not telling anybody anything new out there. But, you know, when you see people in need or somebody down on their luck, don't, don't hesitate to pitch in and help out. Even if there's not an NBA game and a comedic performance months to come down the road, you know, help your neighbor out. Help the, your fellow human being out. And uh, not always, but sometimes it comes back in, in big, big ways. And, Rob, uh, not only did we reap the benefits that night from our volunteering, but a bunch of our friends did. We had a great time, got to bond with some people we hadn't seen in a long time. And to this day, we laugh about how much fun that was. So uh, I, I love talking about this podcast episode and its story. Uh, I hope you did. I hope our listeners enjoyed it. Is there anything you want to add before we head on out? Yeah, we got a picture with Aziz. It was great. Me and you got a picture with Aziz. And, you know, it's so funny. You look at these um, actors and actresses and you just see them on stage and you don't really know, like, how big or tall some of them are. And I was just shocked that, like, I, it's not a rip. It's just stating the facts. He's just this small statured guy. I think he's, like, five foot. Like, I'm five nine. And he's like, in the picture, you know, I look like a monster, you know, <laughs> he's like five, six, you know, pretty skinny. Um, but, you know, not to take away from any of his humor. He's hilarious. He's the man. He's, you know, just, just awesome. But uh, it was just so cool getting a picture with him. And uh, it was like a surreal moment for me. Well, good stuff, Rob. And uh, listeners, thanks for tuning in to this podcast, episode number 35. We will be continuing to bring you phenomenal content after content, after content. Stay tuned to the Brothers Brant podcast. For all you listeners out there, I'm Rick Brant. And I'm Rob Brant. Thanks for listening. Stay strong. See y'all soon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.